0: It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Hey, happy Saturday, you're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and today it's the show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. I am your coach and host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and our topic of the hour is getting to the heart of the matter. And when I say heart, I do mean heart health, heart disease, and I'm going to come at you from a controversial angle today. How about that? We've never done that before, right? We've never been controversial in the Ask Dr. Ernst show. No, no, no. We bring only scientific information to you that is not needing to be fact-checked or anything to that effect, especially when it comes to your heart health. But listen, this show exists so that you learn something you didn't know. You investigate the reasons behind why things are the way they are with the hope that you become your own doctor and start taking care of yourself. You know, this frame is worth quite a lot of money. Uh, There was a recent uh, FBI study done. If you were to sell all of your body parts on black market, and I mean a square inch of your skin, your left cornea, you know, your right kidney, you could fetch upwards in the neighborhood of several billion, with a B, billion dollars. So you're worth quite a bit. And this health hour, we're going to talk to you about your ticker, right? We're doing an entire series over the next couple weeks on heart health, but taking it from a functional approach, way different than what many of you have been told. And I'm going so deep into this that we're not going to have enough time. I mean, I could do seven weeks, four hours a week, and we're barely just scratched the surface of this heart health issues. So today's show is called getting to the heart of the matter, the heart of what's going on with heart disease. And like always, I've got some eBooks for you guys. We literally just polished this one off. In fact, it's a rough draft. We're calling it right now, the diet heart connection or the myths between your diet and your heart. Um, Learn how to prevent and treat heart disease naturally. So if you want this free eBook, Yeah. Now's your time. 704-906-2094. You can call in and not only do you get the ebook, but I am hosting the, I'll call it Carolina Holistic Heart Summit. Okay. That's going to be on the 16th of July. It's a couple weeks away, but we are literally packing this one The uh, online event can hold 500 people. Our thyroid event had 400 people registered for it, so let's shoot for the moon and max out this webinar room. 500 people, we can do it. Diet, heart, myth. We're gonna talk about this today. What is the heart of the matter behind your heart, and what is the myths that you've been told? And again, if you want access to the webinar, It's 704-906-2094. If you want this brand new ebook, The Diet Heart Myth Connection. And listen, this thing is massive, all right? Massive. It's literally almost an entire book in and of itself. Not a 14-page ebook, but like a 100-page ebook, okay? So it is all free for you because we always give stuff away for free, but you have to take an action for that. 704-906-2094. Is how you get that you can text your name and your email and we'll send it straight to you and you'll get registered for the july 16th carolina holistic heart summit okay so getting to the heart of the matter let's just talk about your heart for a second you know a lot of people say your heart is the most important organ in your body can't live without it and that's true but there's an organ more important than your heart and that's the one that tells your heart what to do So I believe your brain and your nerve system are more important, but your heart literally beats 2.5 billion times with an average lifespan. Now that would mean, you know, into like the 80s, 2.5 billion beats. That's a lot. Each day, it does 100,000 pumps. It's the most efficient pump that we know on the planet we've never created a human pump that can do as much. It pushes not only just blood, but we're talking food and oxygen and white blood cells and proteins and hormones and everything is found inside of your blood. And it's also a detox organ. See, a lot of people don't realize your heart is what's responsible for pushing pressure against the toxins to get them out of your organs and put them into your kidneys so you can urinate them out, put them into your bowel so you can defecate them out. And watch this, push the fluids into your lungs so you can exhale them out. The, the heart itself is so powerful. Watch this, guys. If you were to literally cut it out of your chest and place it onto a countertop, it would beat for up to 10 minutes by itself. But once it runs out of its energy supply, because it's no longer connected to the energy supply, it stops. I don't know any other organ that can function for 10 minutes outside of your body with the exception of your heart. So obviously, this extraordinarily performing organ is going to need some help. Now you would think it would heal by itself. I mean, if it can pump for 10 minutes by itself, if it can push all the fluids and all the organs and the cell tissues around in your body, you'd think it'd be able to heal itself. And it can, listen to this, it can under the right circumstances. Now, our diet and what you call what you guys consider to be the foods you eat, the amount of exercise, the toxicities, the amount of pesticides, there are so many connections between things you're doing or you're not doing that are affecting your heart. And listen, the medical community wants you to believe that heart disease and its subcomponents, stroke and you know, uh, atherosclerosis and cholesterol plaquing, all the things that come up with heart disease, that they're normal, especially as you get older, right? So like when you hit 50, a little bit of chest pain here and there, go in, a small blockage, no worries, angioplasty, stents, we got your back, you're good. This idea that atherosclerotic plaqueing, the hardening of your arteries, is normal as you get older has become the mainstream mantra of medicine. In fact, if you were to ask a medical doctor, how do I prevent heart disease? They would say, well, uh, cut out the saturated fats, don't eat any butter, uh, go exercise, Take your statins and pray and hope that you don't end up with heart disease. Now, unfortunately, we know today diet is linked, but not the way you think. That's why we have the Diet Heart Myth ebook for you guys, which you can download you know, for free, 704-906-2094. Just text your name and email, 704-906-2094. So you get the ebook for free. It has everything inside of there. But listen, even Harvard is now saying that the fate of your heart is no longer left to a roll of the dice. According to Harvard, I'm going to read a quote for you, a healthy lifestyle, especially when it started at a young age, goes a long way to prevent cardiovascular disease. Lifestyle changes can nip heart-harming trends like high blood pressure or high cholesterol in the bud before they cause damage. So the statement sounds, oh my gosh, fantastic, doesn't it? But there's one problem what is considered a healthy heart lifestyle how do you implement this so you can prevent heart disease and maybe even heal and reverse heart disease so listen to this i did some digging for you guys they claim it's animal fat right you're eating too much red meat you're eating too much butter oh my gosh you cooked your eggs in lard and you ate eggs you're gonna die of a heart attack so watch this did you know that veganism So eating nothing but plants is actually a greater risk for ischemic stroke and other heart-related cardiovascular issues. And if you don't believe me, listen to the Journal of Nutrition published in June of last year, 2021. The title says, A Systematic Review of the Association Between Vegan Diets and the Risk for Cardiovascular Disease. So I mean, listen to the title. Does Veganism... Increase or decrease your risk for heart disease. Now you would think, oh my gosh, a vegetarian who has given up eggs and no longer eats animal products, has gone fully vegan, they should have the healthiest heart on the planet. They eat no meat, they eat no animal products, no butter, no eggs, no red meats. Their heart should be fantastic. Now listen, forty-three thousand, I'm sorry, seventy-three thousand four hundred and twenty-six vegans were studied. And they couldn't find a single significant reduction in cardiovascular disease. So wait a second. No reduction when you go vegan. In fact, the article actually said there's evidence that vegans have a greater risk. Okay, published 2021 in June The Journal of Clinical Nutrition, a systematic review of the association between vegan diets and risk for cardiovascular disease. So if veganism isn't good for your heart, surely exercise must be, right? Did you know that in July of 2020, though, the Cleveland Clinic, who is literally famous for advancing the profession of cardiovascular heart health. So like you guys think about the Cleveland Clinic, it's like, oh my God, the Cleveland Heart Clinic they recently reported that if you exercise the wrong way, you can increase your risk for heart disease. They defined extreme exercise as the CrossFit, burn boot camp, orange theory, HIIT trainings. And according to them and the research that they have, this high intensity exercise actually increases your risks for a heart attack and other cardiovascular related issues like arrhythmias, tachycardias, bradycardias, et cetera. So where do we find this? Just go to the Cleveland Clinic and type in exercise and heart disease. Now watch this. Okay, so you can't be a vegan for your heart. And if you are, wake up, okay? The research says you're actually hurting your heart. You can't work your heart out. There's no more cardio exercising that fits. So what about supplements, right? Like surely if you take a lot of supplements you know, calcium, magnesium, vitamins, that you're fine. Your heart's going to be healthy. Well, listen to this. In April of this year, 2022, U.S. News & World Report issued a warning about taking calcium and vitamin D at the same time. The article says that if you take calcium or calcium with D on a regular basis, you significantly increase your risk for atherosclerotic plaquing or hardening of your arteries, which thus increases your risk for heart disease. So do you see this problem? We have this myth that you need to be a vegan, you need to cut out all animal fats, you need to get rid of butter, you need to work out, you need to take your supplements and your heart will be healthy. Now listen, okay? Heart healthy fish oils, right? Some of you go to the local health food stores and you buy your omega oils Well, Healthline recently put out an article saying that you might want to put those fish oils back, especially if you think they're helping your heart. The study was published on healthline.com that says new research is now suggesting that if you take omega-3 fatty acids, these are fish oil guys, it's an increased risk for atrial fibrillation. If you have high triglycerides, which most people with heart disease have high triglycerides, that's the fat in their blood. So their cholesterol is high, their triglycerides are high, their doctor says you're you're a ticking time bomb and you want to go take fish oils. You have an increased risk for atrial fibrillation. They even stated this, listen to the quote. The relationship between omega-3 and heart health is more complicated than we thought. More complicated What it shows you is you can't swallow a pill to fix your heart. Now, it goes even deeper, right? Well, what if you do meditation and yoga and you bring your blood pressure down, right? I've got super low blood pressure. Therefore, I'm at zero risk for heart disease, right? Well, not according to the Imperial College of London, who in 2016 published one of the most controversial studies ever. And here's the title so you can Google this. Ready? Low blood pressure may be associated with heart attack risk in some patients. The authors pointed out this. If your blood pressure is less than 120 over 70, you have an increased risk for myocardial death, heart attacks, and hospitalizations due to heart failure. Now, listen, here's where it gets crazy. They said in this article, the only thing that low blood pressure is good for is not having a stroke. There was no connection between low blood pressure and no heart disease. So wait a minute, you go to your doctor and they do what? They put you on the scale first, right? Well, you weigh 200 pounds and they do your blood pressure and they read your pulse because they're screening you for heart health issues. So you come in and you're like, 168 lean pounds, and your pressure's 100 over 70, and they're like, oh my God, you're a saint. The likelihood of you having a heart attack is near zero. Oh, you take fish oils, you're on your vitamin D, you work out three times a week, and you're a vegan? (sighs) Your heart's gonna last forever. And yet, the research guy says the opposite. Now, this one's gonna blow your mind, and literally, it has caused a course correction in healthcare. 2011, quite some time ago, the Journal of Epidemiology published this article. Now, listen. I want you all to listen to this. I'm going to read this word for word. Low cholesterol is associated with death from strokes, heart disease, and cancer. This is called the JICHI Medical School Cohort Study, J-I-C-H-I, JICHI Medical School Cohort Study. Someone's going to correct my pronunciation. I'm waiting for it on Facebook or on YouTube. But listen, I'm going to tease you because we have a whole segment I have to do on how to fix all this. In 2011, this study says, according to the authors, if your total cholesterol is under 160, you have an increased risk for cardiovascular death and cancer and stroke. And now here's where it gets even crazier. The study said that high cholesterol over 240 is not associated with the risk for cardiovascular death, stroke, or cancer. Did you hear that? Low cholesterol has an increased risk for mortality from heart disease, whereas high cholesterol over 240 does not. Now, again, I told you, rocked the world 2011. It's been buried so heavily. I guarantee you haven't heard this. And I have another teaser for you. Did you know that cholesterol numbers have been changing and they're making them go lower and lower and lower because of something we'll talk about in segment two. So don't go anywhere today. But listen to this. In the 1940s, normal cholesterol was defined as anything under 280 milligrams per deciliter. Can you imagine if you went in and you said, hey, doc, run my blood, and it comes back as 280. Today, they would be doing an emergency, like, I don't know, bypass surgery, and they'd be putting you on a statin immediately. They would go, run over to room number two. We're gonna give you a drip of statins, and we may have to crack your chest open. That's today. Now, listen, in 1960, they switched it from 280 to 222, and it wasn't until the year 2000 that we started saying, no, no, 200 or less. So today, if you're listening to my voice and you go to your doctor, they're going to say, oh my God, your cholesterol's 210, statins immediately. But now watch this, guys. That didn't used to be what we always did. In 1983, a medical doctor would never even give you a statin. You know Why? the first statin to be prescribed wasn't until 1986. And it was lovastatin, September 1st, 1987. The first statin was prescribed in the United States. And what's interesting is since 1987, the cholesterol numbers for therapy are going down and down and down. And I'm going to talk to you why in a moment, but listen to this. In 1986, A medical doctor would only freak out and prescribe a prescription if your cholesterol was over 320. 320. That was 1986. Statins come out and just three years later, they say, no, we need to lower it to 240 to prescribe. Now, look at that jump. 320, 1986. 1990, 240. Now, these numbers, by the way, are the American Heart Association guidelines for the prescription of a statin. Okay, and I pulled this off the American Heart Association historical documents of cholesterol. And listen, it wasn't until 2000 that they said, hey, 225 or higher, we should prescribe. And today, 2020, the recommendation is now if you're over 200. So listen to this. In 1986, if your cholesterol was 310, uh, change your diet a little bit and let's watch and see what happens. In 1990, 247, uh, let's just change your diet and nope no drugs yet, let's see what happens. In the year 2000, 226, uh, prescriptions of statins. in the year 2020, 201, prescriptions of statins. If you know what I'm talking about, where your doctor's been barking at you because of your cholesterol being too high, man, you need to wake up. There is something known as the cholesterol-saturated fat myth, the diet-heart myth, and I am going to blow the lid on that when we come back from our commercial break. And I'm teasing you because you have to understand one thing. We have it wrong. And I found some research, dug it out of the archives, where the sugar industry paid some scientists to erase the word sugar and put the word fat because a medical physiologist found a connection between saturated fats and cholesterol. But the research said, oh, no, no, no. It's sugar and cholesterol, not saturated fats. So listen to this. If you're taking a statin, it's time to wake up. If you have a heart health issue, it's time to download this free heart diet myth ebook that I just finished writing. It's free, guys, 704 906 2094. You can call or text your name and email. Not only do you get the ebook for free, but again, on July 16th, I'm hosting the Carolina Holistic Heart Summit. I'm going to show you everything. I have gobs of research on how they have screwed up heart health in the United States, and they're making billions off of it. Number two, what actually causes heart disease? It's not cholesterol. It's not fat. It's not animal proteins. If anything, what I shared with you earlier shows you, if you're a vegan and you're taking supplements and you're working out, you're making your heart worse. So what do we do to fix our heart? Well, stick around for the second segment. I'm going to go through all of that, but I have to blow the lid on this thing called the cholesterol saturated fat myth. We'll do that when we come back, and this is your chance right now. Again, grab the ebook for free. It's the Diet Heart Myth. It connects the dots between what you're eating and how it creates heart disease, but not because of saturated fats and cholesterol. It'll show you how to find out if your heart is healthy the right way, and the tests you can do at home to discover if your heart is truly healthy. So no more angioplasties, no more stents. We'll talk about that when we come back, but now, What is the actual cause of heart disease and how do you fix it? Hey, it's the Ask Dr. Ernst show. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this commercial. And right now the call lines are open 704-906-2094 for this free diet heart myth ebook and access to the webinar that I'm hosting called the Carolina Holistic Heart Summit. And that is on Saturday, July 16th. I know it's a bit away, but guess what? It's going to fill up so fast. We have to announce it now and that's literally now 704-906-2094 it's the Ask Dr. Aaron show don't go away we'll be right back Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're tuning in and listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host today, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and I love that we get to show you how to become your own physician. Hey, we say this show is where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. And in my world, that becomes a fact of you becoming knowledgeable, you learning about your health, taking a step aside from letting someone else control your health. For example, your physicians or your insurance or things of this effect owning up to the fact it's your body, it's your responsibility, and if you want to learn how to heal yourself from a condition, no matter what that is, AskDrEarns.com is a great resource for you. All you do is click the magnifying glass, type in whatever you're looking for help with, thyroid, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, MS, Parkinson's, psoriasis, allergies. You pick whatever you want. And all of the information loads in regards to a holistic method. You can start learning. You can start taking classes. You can watch our webinars, our videos. They're all online for free at AskDrEarns.com. And during our health hour today, we're talking about getting to the heart of the matter in regards to your heart health. What is the actual problem with our hearts today? Because if you go back to the 1920s, think of it this way. The likelihood of someone dying from heart disease is near zero. 1920. Now, there was a period of time where heart disease was becoming worse and worse and worse, and it peaked around 1960. So the highest rates of heart disease ever were in the 1960s. Now, if we do some history here, this is where it gets a little crazy. A lot of what you believe about your heart and the protocols behind techniques to make it healthy, that's all relatively recent, meaning from the 80s and 90s. So 1980, 1990. Now, how did all of this stuff happen? And where did we start vilifying or saying that uh, cholesterol causes heart disease or uh, eating animal fats causes heart disease? And this idea that if you are a red blooded American who likes their steak, you know, bloody with potatoes and et cetera, et cetera, if you eat red meats, you're going to die of a heart attack. How did all of this start? Well, chances are you've been told a lie about this thing called the lipid hypothesis now what i love about the phrase hypothesis is it's a guess so in the beginning and when i say beginning i mean 1856 there was a german pathologist his name was rudolf virchow and that's even if i'm pronouncing it right he was the first person to discover that an artery that's blocked is full of something called blood fat Now, they didn't call it cholesterol because they hadn't really figured out that cholesterol could do this yet, but this pathologist in 1856 connected the dots between, wait a minute, this person died and their arteries are full of fat, okay? And it made the artery hard. So, the term atherosclerosis comes from two German words that mean the hardening of an artery, And it was coined by Felix Marchand. He's a German pathologist who in 1904 described the hardening of an artery in a scientific journal as being the result of accumulation of a fatty substance. Now, again, I'm putting air quotes up. They didn't know that it was cholesterol. But it gets even deeper. In America, we didn't jump on the cardiovascular cholesterol train until 1940 when a physiologist named Ansel Keys first connected the dots between the fact there's cholesterol in that fat and that if you eat saturated fats, that could elevate your cholesterol in your blood. And he made this assumption if cholesterol blood was high, it could get stuck in the arteries, and that would explain this blood lipid that Rudolf Virchow found in 1856, and it might explain this fatty substance that Felix Manchard found out in 1904. So Ansel Keys in the U.S. came up with this thing called the lipid hypothesis, and it states this. If your diet is high in saturated fats, which is lard and butter and animal fats, red meats, etc. That causes an elevation in blood cholesterol, and that can cause heart disease. So notice, it was A, first, your diet was too much fat, B, your blood cholesterol levels would go up, and C, they would get in the arteries. Well, there's a problem with that philosophy. He took A, diet, and C, and said diet causes heart disease. But he skipped the fact that the cholesterol elevation might not be caused by diet. He is credited with what we now call the Mediterranean diet, where it has been shown in studies that if you eat the Mediterranean diet, the amount of plaque in your arteries can go down. But it's not because the cholesterol goes down. It's just the inflammation disappears. So in theory, the Mediterranean diet might reduce your risk for heart disease. But here's what's interesting. Did you know there's no such thing as a Mediterranean diet? Because watch, there are 18 countries that border the Mediterranean Sea and every single one of them has a different diet. So you could be like, well, which which Mediterranean country follows the Mediterranean diet? Technically, none of them do. It's like a merger of all of them. What are the Italians and the Greeks and the Sardinians and the Maltans and the Spanish, Spanish, the Spaniards, what do they eat? Well, they eat a lot of olives. So olives are Mediterranean diet. Oh, you know, they use a lot of olive oil. So let's call that olive oil Mediterranean diet. Well, they eat a lot of fish. So let's call fish Mediterranean. Do you see how insane this is? So this Mediterranean diet was literally tagged and created because Ansel Keys, not even a medical doctor, said, If you eat a lot of saturated fats, you're going to have high cholesterol and that's going to cause damage to your heart. And he said what you should do is replace those animal fats. Get rid of lard, get rid of grease, get rid of bacon, right? But People still eat that. Get rid of butter and start eating polyunsaturated fats like those found in plants. Now, there's a good side to that. Olive oil is a great polyunsaturated fat. But he went even further and said, well, any vegetable oil is a good polyunsaturated fat. Wesson, corn, canola, et cetera. So as of today, I'm gonna ask you a question. Is cardiovascular disease better or worse? Do we have higher rates or lower rates? And what's crazy is we have higher rates of the condition, but we have better outcomes. So there's this graph floating around, and this is in the ebook, just so you guys can see this, that shows... That cholesterol and cardiovascular disease were climbing and climbing and climbing, and it hit 1960, the highest rates. It was like 450 as a rate of death per year. So like uh, the number of people, uh, not the number of people, but the incidence and the rate that you could die at. You had like a 450% chance in 1960 that you were going to have a heart attack. Well, they claim it's because it took 20 years for America to adopt Ancel Keys' diet, Okay, he proposed his diet in 1940. And from 1940 to 1960, the American government, the American Heart Association said, no more butter, no more fat. Grandma's way of cooking is out. You need to use processed vegetable oils. Stop eating fat. Everything became low fat. Like nobody drank whole milk anymore. It was skim milk and yogurts were no longer fatty. They were low fat. And we got worse until 1960 and here's the crazy thing 1960 was equated as being the best year for heart health why because americans finally listened to ansel keys and stopped eating red meats no in 1960 the first ever official credited procedure was done called an angioplasty (laughs) go figure we implemented a technique in the 1960s and it gained traction in 1970 called balloon angioplasty. That's where they take a catheter and they thread this balloon into the artery with the plaque. By the way, this is in the ebook, and they poof the artery open and they stretch it and then whoosh, the blood flows through. Then they go, All right, you're good. Now, watch, would that prevent you from dying if you had a blocked artery? Yes. So the death rates of cardiovascular disease start going down. Why? We can detect it with better technology. We came up with a procedure that can open the vessel that's blocked, and we can rapidly restore the blood flow. So all of a sudden, heart disease starts going down. And you know what the government says? Well, Americans are finally no longer eating beef, and the grandmas have all died, and so lard is no longer around, and Ansel Keys was right. No! Now listen, it gets even crazier. The original balloon angioplasty was temporary because it would push the vessel open just enough to restore blood flow, but over time the vessel would close down. So in 1990, a physician figured out well, you know, if we don't just do the angioplasty, but we put a metal cage called a stent inside that same vessel, poof the vessel open, put a stent inside there to keep the vessel from closing, we can keep it open for the longer duration. So what became known as stenting, an artery, began in 1980. Now watch this, guys. The graph shows a drastic drop right there. I know it's small. Drastic drop in mortality from heart disease because of creating that one procedure. So did Ansel Keys fix the problem? No. Did cholesterol ever figure out why it was there? No. Did we get better at technology and screening where we could find the blockage, poof it open, and put a stent there to keep the blood flow increasing? Yes. Did that make heart disease rates go down? Yes. Did they fix the problem? No. Do you see where I'm going with this? So you have to understand this. Your heart is connected to so much more than just blood flow. Did you know that hormones can regulate your heart function? Did you know your digestive system can regulate your heart function? Did you know your nervous system can regulate your heart function? So can your respiratory lymphatic detox, your emotions, and even more. So look, what we know today is this. The elevated cholesterol that plaques to the artery that blocks it is not the cause. That would be like blaming the firemen for the cause of the fire. Well, God, there's a lot of firemen at this fire. Oh, God, there's so many firemen. In fact, they've blocked the streets with their trucks, and there's so many firemen that they're causing the problem. Do you see where I'm going with this? You would never say that, but yet cholesterol is a fireman. It puts the fire out. So the question should be what is the fire? And guess what? The answer is inside this ebook for you. The Diet Heart Myth ebook that I just finished writing shows you what is the cause of heart disease, and better yet, how do you reverse it yourself? You want the ebook? It's free, 704-906-2094, and you also get access to the free Carolina Holistic Heart Summit that I'm hosting on the 16th of July. Is that like a month from now? Yes, but guess what? It's going to fill up, so register now. So what is it that really causes heart disease? Guys, this is going to come as a shock to you. I've got 10 minutes to do this, more than enough time. You've been told it's cholesterol and saturated fat. You've been told that it's uh, laziness and you're not eating well and you're not exercising and bad luck and your genes are bad. Thanks to Ansel Keys, we have said cholesterol is the devil. We have said saturated fat should be burned at the, at the steak and at the steak, get it? Like get rid of the steaks, burn the steak, there goes the saturated fats. And it's the reason why heart disease is so bad today. But think about it. Don't you choose low fat over high fat? You got sucked into a lie. This hypothesis was never fully proven correct. And technically, it's been disproven hundreds of times. Now, in the 21st century, the science we have today and all of the publications has given functional medicine a much greater answer as to what is exactly going on with the cholesterol and why is it placking in the arteries. And you're going to hear it from me for the first time ever. It's called rubbernecking. Cholesterol rubbernecking, no one is talking about this. I came up with the terminology myself because I think you'll understand this. When there is an accident on the road, on the opposite side of the street, there will be traffic on the opposite side of the street because of the accident. But on the side you're going on, which is opposite of the accident, there is also traffic. Why? Because everybody slows down and goes, whoa, what's going on over there? I wonder how much death and misery. Can I see a broken leg perhaps? Like we're attracted to the fact that there was an accident. It's human nature. So watch. The accident is the damage, correct? Cars explode. There's gas on the floor. There's EMS and fire and police. And the opposite side, which is completely unobstructed, no problems, also backs up because of rubbernecking. Now watch this cholesterol rubbernecks it hangs out where there's damage and disease created by inflammation so what you should be asking yourself is okay so you have a blocked left anterior descending artery yeah yeah. why wasn't the right one blocked what nobody asks that why the left and not the right why the front and not the back why the proximal and not the distal how come it's here and not there? No one asks this. They just go, oh, blocked artery, heart disease, stents, statins, you know, blood thinners, have a nice day. So now they've got it wrong. Cholesterol, rubbernecks, it hangs out where the inflammation is. So what is causing all the inflammation within your heart? Ready for this? It's gonna come and shocks you. The main cause of inflammation in your heart, the main cause of cholesterol sticking to the arteries, the main cause of atherosclerosis, the main cause of heart disease is sugar, grains, and inflammation. Did you know that at the same time Ansel Keys was coming up with the sh- the lipid hypothesis, there was a group of Harvard scientists that were coming up with the sugar hypothesis? Did you know this? Their studies showed that sugar causes a specific rise in inflammation of the arteries, and they singled out fructose and sucrose as being the culprits. According to their research, elevations in sugar consumption led to elevation in blood sugar, which led to damage of the artery. Now, remember, Ansel Keys was like, no, it's elevation of fat in the diet causes elevated cholesterol, which causes blockage. Now, the, the Harvard study said, um, elevated sugar consumption causes sugar to be in your blood, which damages the artery, and then the cholesterol shows up to plug up all the holes. Well, listen to this. Did you know that we have something called the Sugar Research Foundation, which is now known as the Sugar Association? And when they got wind of the Harvard research, they went, whoa, wait a second. We don't want Americans to go low sugar because sugar's in everything, and we love our sugar today, so they paid those Harvard researchers to just do one thing. Hey, can you switch the study to say fat causes heart disease? Like it's, you eat a lot of fat. You get a lot of cholesterol and triglycerides and you block the arteries. Like we as the sugar conglomerates want fat to be blamed. Oh, by the way, there's this guy named Ansel Keys who came up with all of it already. And the doctors are salivating over this because we just discovered something called a statin, which lowers fat and cholesterol. So unfortunately, those Harvard scientists took the bribe, they fudged the results, and they published one of the most scandalous articles in the history of cardiovascular medicine. And it wasn't uncovered until 2016. Now listen, the Journal of American Medical Association Internal Medicine Division wrote an article titled this. Listen to this. The Sugar Industry and Coronary Heart Disease, a Historical Analysis of Internal Documents. Ready for this? A group of Harvard scientists were challenged to fudge their results. Their study showed what we now know is true. When you eat sugar or grains and you become inflamed, you have a spike in blood sugar, very high. Shoosh, spike. It's like glass, guys. It goes around. It cuts the arteries as the blood is flowing all around. If there's inflammation, you microscopically leak fluid. It's like a micro stroke. Your brain goes, there's damage to the artery. We're leaking. It's like a hull breach. Red alert. Leak. And the liver goes like this, I got your back. I got this sticky, waxy substance I can secrete called cholesterol, and it's attracted to the inflammation. It's going to go straight to it, so it won't get stuck in your eyes. It won't get stuck in the brain. It won't get stuck in your toes. It'll go straight to the damage from the artery, and it'll seal it. And what it'll do is it'll decrease the inflammation as long as the host no longer eats sugar. Well, we love our sugar, don't we? And we love our grains. Bread products, cookies, cakes, crackers, pastas, you name it, pizza. And we love our low fat everything, don't we? Well, I'll have a pizza with low fat cheese and I'll drink a low fat beer and I'll have low fat sugar. Good Lord, people. The research says carbohydrates, grains, and inflammation cause heart disease. In fact, there are even cardiologists that are quite famous. Dr. Oz is one. Dr. Jack Wolfson is another one who are divorcing their relationships with the American Heart Association and are now saying uh, there's a myth floating around that your diet causes heart disease. It does, but not with what you were told. It is not cholesterol. It's not saturated fats. It is bread products, grains, and sugar. Now, there we go. I've got two minutes remaining before the show ends and next week we're going to go deep into all of it okay so how do we fix this then so series number one is going to talk about what are the three steps you can do to reverse heart disease series number two how do we deal with high cholesterol properly and high blood pressure And series three how do we solve it for all and prevent each of you including your kids from having heart disease we're going to take the next three weeks and we're going to get to the heart of the matter do you see it the heart of the matter And right now is your chance to join us for that entire series. Get the ebook, it's free. Get the webinar, it's free, and tune in every Saturday for the next three weeks at three o'clock. So how do we do that? Well, first, let's download the ebook, 704-906-2094. Text it now. Guys, like right now, name and email now. Don't send just your name. Don't send over, send me the ebook. We need your name and your email. We know what it means. Boom, ebook goes to you, and boom, you get registered for the webinar. The webinar is on Saturday, July 16th. It'll be at 10 a.m. in the morning. It's super easy, and it's the Carolina Holistic Heart Summit, where I'm going to teach you everything you need, the tests and the involvements and what you do at home to fix your heart for good, so high cholesterol, gone blood pressure elevated back to normal. Triglycerides back to normal. No more statins. You can solve it yourself, but you have to take action. 704-906-2094. No more Mediterranean diet because technically that doesn't exist. No more low fats. So good news, you can eat all the fat you want as long as it's the healthy heart fats. We will reveal those next week. Thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed day. And don't forget, 704-906-2094. Once more, 704-906-2094. Text your name and your email right now or call the call center. They'll take your information and the ebook is yours free. I mean, guys, how much greater can it be than to get a free book that shows you the foods that damage your heart, what to avoid, the foods you should eat, the whole history behind it, and the secrets that how you can test at home to find out if you have a heart issue before you're aware of it. It's the number one killer in the United States. It's completely asymptomatic. You can't feel it. And you can test it yourself. 704-906-2094. Thanks for tuning in. It's been an honor. I'll see you guys next week. Until then, be blessed. Bye-bye.